Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Let's wind back the clock. The date, the 22nd of September, 1991. Venue? Sydney Football Stadium with 41,815 fans. The event, the ARL Grand Final. The teams for the second year in a row, the Canberra Raiders and the Penrith Panthers. In 1990, Canberra won 18-14. Our look at the game is through the eyes of Penrith legend John Cartwright. Do you still look back and smile all these years later? I certainly do, mate. It was the, the most exciting period of, of my rugby league life. Um, there's, I think there will always be something about being the first to do something at a club. You know, you, you, it's, you know, it's not comparing sides from any times, but, you know, it, it's, it has to happen at some point. And just to be have the opportunity to be a part, um, you know, of Penrith's first ever grand final winning side, it's, it's, it was something special. Um, just uh, you know, for me especially, you know, I, I, I knew um, what the you know the reasons why my father wanted uh, Penrith to be in the in the big league and and to sort of be a part of that as a kid and, and watch. Um, they had some hard times early, so yeah. to watch them go through what they did, but to get a chance to be uh, a part of a grand final winning side and being the first one, mate, it was it was certainly very special. For anyone with the name Cartwright, it was more than just a football side. As you said, your father was heavily involved in orchestrating the manoeuvre to get Penrith into what was the New South Wales Rugby League. But you knew what Merv had been through. You knew how much it meant. And and Penrith Rugby League Club was family to the Cartwrights. Mate, it was. It was at a time when it wasn't professional. You know, he was full-time. He he eventually took over the role full-time because it, it... but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just administrating. It was, it was, you know, mum worked in the canines yeah. and, and dad maintained the field and marked the field and, and you know, organised the, the jumpers and, and did what they could do, uh, you know, like as far as manning uh, the ground on game days and entertainment after the game. And so it was a lot more social back then. It was, it was the main league, you know, it was the... The, the rugby league competition. It was a first grade rugby league competition, but it was a it was certainly a, a different time to, to what we have now. But yeah, to experience that, mate. I, was, I always say to people, you know, I was the luckiest kid in the world because you know I, I, it's my first memories are of, of going to Penrith Park and, and sliding up and down on the hills and, and playing football on the hill and then you know running onto the field after the game and and, and you know trying to touch the players as they walked yeah. off and. and chasing for the corner post you know they're they're my first memories uh, of life really grand finals in 1990 and 1991 both the raiders and the panthers there were a few changes to the two sides in 91 you guys had a young playing roster but as we sit here looking back it was very much the old bloke in roy simmons that dominated the day yeah it was mate he uh Anyone who knew Royce knew um, how passionate he was about just just. But he was a super competitor, so yeah. he, he wanted to win everything um, that he ever played in, whether it be cards or, or game of pool or a punting competition or you know a 
race up the field at training. He just had to win everything. And, you know, he he spent a lot of hard years there at Penrith when they were, you know, they were building momentum and it, it was it was a long time in the in the in the making that, that ninety one side. But Royce saw a lot more than what a lot of us had on the field. They they, they did struggle at stages, but he was there. Um, you know, he spent some time in reserve grade in nineteen ninety one. Uh, he had to fight for his position, which was new to him. But you know, he fought harder when he went back, and he and in, I think Gus timed it pretty well. He, he brought him back in right at the right time. Um, you know, and even up until half time in the grand final, you know, we were we were behind on the scoreboard. It was Royce at half time who, who basically said, you know, I'm not, I don't know about you blokes, but I'm not coming off that field a loser. You know, and that I can sort of I can still remember him. You know, just before we went back onto the field in the second half, you know, the, the veins were popping out of his head, he, tears run down his cheek, and he said, you know, I'm not losing another one. And then he went out and led the way again. Royce scored early in the game, two Canberra tries later in the first half. You could have been excused for thinking, here we go again. Yeah, it was, mate. They were, they were a super side, you know, oh. not only... Uh, on paper, you know, well, they were super sold on paper, but they they saw or they also produced it on on when it mattered on the yep. big occasion. You know, they won two in a row. Uh, they'd been to a grand final before. Uh, they had you know a, a very very good coach, which we knew all too well in Timmy Sheens. Um, and experienced sides that lead at half time that have won two in a row. You don't normally often see them get a run down. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were I think we were showing a couple of signs of of getting a bit panicky. You know, mm-hmm. and then. You know, to our credit, we like we lost MG to the sin bin, and the game really could have got away from us. But it, we lifted. Um, we, well, we, we held possession the whole time, so that MG was off the field. And then when he came back on, you know, he was like a man possessed, and it, it was it was sort of all coming together then. As friends of Mark Guy, we can look back and have a little bit of a giggle now about his ten minutes in the sin bin in a grand final. At the time, it wasn't a laughing matter for anyone supporting Penrith. No, it was. It, I, I got to. I, I do remember it pretty well, and I, I just, I just do remember like not having any sort of panic at all. I don't know whether wow. whether that was just a thing went across the field or like, or it was just me individually. But I, we were we were right on top of them at the time, and I, and I just whether like I said whether we just as a group we just knew that we'd get through it, and because mm. we you know we'd had a pretty good year, we didn't lose a lot of games, and we you know we we come back from all sorts of different situations to win, so we we knew how to win. Um, yeah, I would have hated to have been in the shed with MG for those 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I think they would have had to lock the door and leave him in there on his own, I think. The big plays are reserved for the big players. Have you ever seen a field goal kicked with as much satisfaction or determination as Greg Alexander's 40 metres out and a lead of one? You know, the instant thing was one of rejoice. Yeah. But the, I think it was just a real good sign of how we approached that whole second half. It was It was... You know, shit. The job's not done yet. It's the game's not over. And whilst that was a, a huge sigh of relief, um, you know, we were we were one point in front, um, and the game was still there to be won. You know, yeah. so that instant of, of joy, uh, it just went straight back to work after that. Roy Simmons scored early. He scored a double, a try that has been replayed thousands, tens of thousands of times. Do you still remember it clearly? The second one, I do, mate. I, I do. That was, you know, the second one was just a bit of brilliance from MG and, and Simo being on the spot. But that, you know, the first try was the one where he, I think he, or he did, he he, he bumped off Glenn Lazarus, who was probably twice as heavy, as yeah. big as Royce. It was just a, 
that was him on that day, you know. He was just that determined to win the game. And he had to do a bit of work. He had a bit of footwork to do. And he had to bump off Lazarus and then spin and swivel and score the try. It was just a try out of sheer determination, you know. And then I think the last one was... Um, yeah, maybe just the big fella upstairs looking after us. You know, we MG screamed onto that ball. The timing was perfect, and and just Royce to be there in the last minute of the game. It was um, it was like it was meant to be. Obviously, it means a lot to the footballers, but I would imagine your emotion was probably extended when you got back to Penrith and realised just how much this meant to the fans and the community because they were scenes that very few people had seen in rugby league before. Yeah, we, we honestly, going back on the bus, you know, it was the, the greatest, the, the best times of the times with the, with the boys, you know, when, when yeah. it finishes and you just get this, just to take it all in and, 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 you know, just, as I say, to just soak up the emotion of it all and to just drive them back on the bus. We just, we had no idea of what was expected. You know, I, I don't think there were any mobile phones then. I think that was before mobile phones, yeah. but... It was on the radio, I think, and there, there was people were saying, you know, they're, they're lining the the motorway from, um, you know, Blacktown all the way into Penrith, and then and sure enough, you know, we got along the motorway there at Blacktown, and people were starting to gather on the sides of the motorway, and it sort of got to a stage where it was dangerous, you know, people were, were spilling out onto the motorway, and I, we took the early exit before we got to Penrith, and I don't know whether word got out or people were hoping, but we drove off the the early exit, and there were people just lining the streets, and. When we got into view of the club, it, it was just like a sea. It was a sea of people. Yeah. You know, you, the driveway they couldn't get the bus through. The driveway was just shoulder to shoulder, uh, and and all the way to the back of the club, like they wouldn't have even seen the bus coming in. But people just just gathered there. It was just it was just one of those special moments. The nineteen ninety one grand final, Penrith nineteen twelve winners, their first, and history. We hope you're enjoying Andy Raymond Unfiltered. What we'd love is for you to leave a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening. Catch you soon, legends.